You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Turn it up! Oh, yeah. No headphones. Let's go! I think I still feel the phone. Let's go! Yes, sir! What is up, Nuggets fans? And welcome in to the Winner's Lounge. I am Brandon Wolf. I'm joined by a couple friends who I'll introduce in a second, but we're here to talk, to break down a real barn burner, fellas, <laughs> after the Denver Nuggets beat the uh, Los Angeles Clippers. I don't even know what the final score was. I just gave it to you, right? 122 to 91. At one point, that lead was over 40. A thorough beat down <laughs> over the Los Angeles Clippers who played their stars on national TV. What a win. I know the chat's popping off. I know we got a lot of viewers tonight. Live from Studio B to my left, it's Superstar Dev. It was a... Munder. Looks like Munder's oh. back on the menu, boys. Yeah, what a wonderful day. This was amazing. Yeah. I'm back in the winners' line. Let's go. I deserve to Let's be here. go. This is uh this is a real fitting show for Dev. He's ready to go off. And then I got D-line Co. Bro, was this a Munder? I feel like this was a murder. It feels a, mur- a murder. Was it a Munder? Mur- I put it. I said it was a murder Munder. Murder. Almost like, hard to believe it wasn't a, an ultra Munder. Well, it should have been an ultra Munder. Listen, like uh, the Nuggets simultaneously sicked the dogs and called off the dogs. That's it right. A, it was a murder Munder. We've got uh, a lot to talk about here. Our big takeaways, which is almost hard when a win goes so well. Uh, we'll go through player at a time, try to try to break down who played the best, what went well for Denver, and why. And maybe, you know, it's a national TV game. It's the Clippers. Maybe we'll get a little big picture, look at the West, and maybe look back. Oh. Look back at that confidence meter, fellas. Oh. How confident oh, are you in the Denver Nuggets? But I'm getting ahead of myself, as we're wont to do on this show. First and foremost, Dev, talk to me about your biggest takeaway after a beatdown on national TV. I mean, <laughs> that game yeah. was over very fast. At no point did I think they were going to come back in this one. I think my biggest takeaway was that is a game that they put together two nationally televised games where they're just now starting to show that this is the team that they are. Um, people are going to forget about that last game. The talking heads are going to be talking about how this is a team that's deep. This is a team that can play defense. And this is a team that can win a lot of games. So I think that this was a, there's like a games where Nikola Jokic makes people like he reminds people like he's the best player. Right. This was a remind the NBA that oh, this was the that. team um, before Jamal Murray went down. He's back. He's healthy. They're right back into the flow of things. This is a contending team. Love that. Eric, what about you? What say you? Uh, my biggest takeaway is that the Clippers were terrible. They were not good. They were Awful. They that they didn't bring that. They brought their F game, man. Like that was not their B game. That was not their. They were at a certain point two for twenty one from three, which didn't in any way stop them from shooting threes. They didn't uh, have any interest in playing tonight. The Nuggets were great, but like they, there was no resistance. It's funny. It's a lot of the stuff the Nuggets were trying to get out of their system with regards to the. You know, do they want to get up? Do they care for this game? Dude. You know, the Clippers showed no respect for a game that the Nuggets took very seriously. It's like, I mean, honestly, like I want to get crazy hype about the Nuggets. The Nuggets look great, and they put it on them. They poured it on them. But the Nuggets beat Deb to sleep. 
They wanted to go to bed. Like they beat them so bad that like it was almost. We were just laughing the whole time. I was ready like, to go my, to my bed. diaphragm hurts. I was laughing. ready to go to bed before the game. Now I am exhausted. You want to know how bad of a beating this truly was? This was a nationally televised oh, game, bro. We're in Studio B. Ah, uh, bro. We Listen. couldn't take this serious. No one took this serious. No one took this serious. The Clippers damn sure did it. But guess what? The Nuggets <laughs> bench did. The Nuggets bench And it's Nuggets funny, man. Did. We've talked over the years about the Clippers being one of the teams that doesn't respect the regular season. It's a big part of why we wanted so desperately for Denver to start doing that this season. And tonight's the ultra mic, like the ultra example, right, of, well, one of them did and the other didn't, right? And... I like this one tweet. I'll, I'll get into a, a fast recap in a second. It'll be real fast tonight. Just as fast as possible. But our please. friends at 213 Hoops over in California, Lucas Jahan tweeted about Michael Malone, who was mic'd up on this national TV game in the huddle, talking about how the Nuggets can't let up because they need to develop championship habits. Lucas went on to say, I wonder what's being said in the Clippers huddle. And this is why this is why regular seasons can be important, in my opinion. Um, and it's why I wanted to see Denver doing what they're do what they did tonight. Yeah, I mean, like, what was said in the Clippers huddle? They were like, uh, who are we playing tomorrow? <laughs> like, what are, what are we doing? <laughs> this is like, the second. We... I mean, this is the first <laughs> night of a back-to-back. -back. I know right. you guys are tired. Uh, yeah. But guess what? It gets worse. <laughs> tomorrow, you're going to be more tired. They're like, yeah, what are you going to do? We're yeah, not going to play you season. in the second half. Y'all are ass. <laughs> I've got uh, two big takeaways from this game, so that kind of defeats the purpose. One is that Memphis game is what we thought it was, right? Coming out of those back-to-backs, Optimistically, you're thinking, I think that Boston win tells me way more than, or excuse oh, the, the me, the Minnesota, Minnesota loss. Yeah, the min excuse me, Minnesota. Yes, of course. I think that Boston win tells me way more than the Minnesota loss. And tonight was confirmation. I think that the Nuggets are, are in a good place in terms of their process, what they're trying to get done, what they're capable of getting done. And the second takeaway, uh, I think it's now seven of the last eight regular season matchups. We've seen them healthy in the bubble, you know, their, their cores, their best players. This is just a good matchup for Denver, I think. It just is. It's the stuff that the Clippers do well are not necessarily direct overlaps with Denver's weaknesses. You know, they cannot handle Denver's size. It all looks great when the shoot shooting luck went the way it did tonight. Yeah. But I don't think the entirety of the result is an outlier or an accident. I think Denver does not fear this team and plays them well. And it's at this point, I mean, look, long season to go. We still don't know quite what this Clippers team is. But if you told me tomorrow there was a seven game series, I'd be thrilled. I'd be thrilled. Yeah. I mean, it is like you can only, it feels like you can only draw so many conclusions because like there was probably 15 minutes of meaningful game time sure. in this. Like at a certain <laughs> point, like the, the Clippers were just so bad, couldn't hit anything. They were so far out of it so early on that it just got ridiculous. And then you, the Nuggets weren't like necessarily, like Jokic was like in heaven. He was like, I only have to shoot like six times tonight. This is the best thing that's ever happened to me. Uh, this was, at, this was a, a game ma tailor made for Bones Island. He took full advantage. This was a game. Bones Island, I think, finished plus twenty seven tonight. <laughs> Outrageous. <laughs> I mean, the bench. That's the thing. The starters came in and open. You know what? Let's get into this quick recap. First quarter, Nuggets have better energy from the jump in this game, and that would be the story of the game. But you could tell right away. Sure, the Clippers missed some shots, but Denver was ready to play this game. The Clippers. Uh, treating it a bit more like a shoot-around to start. Jokic was active. Now, he wasn't scoring a ton, didn't wasn't shooting a ton, but he was running the floor. He was active, and this thing started with Jamal Murray. We talked about Jamal Murray plenty uh, as we waited for this game, coming into this game, Yep. how he needed to be aggressive and confident. Uh, check. Jamal <laughs> was a baller in the first quarter. What did he have, 13 points, I think, in the first? And he was so hot, fellas, um, that Malone... We talked so much about the Murray stagger. Malone called an audible. Murray was hot. He left Murray in to keep shooting, and he went to the KCP stagger tonight. Before I get to that, should mention it was a weird start from Porter, but the team defense was great. Good job by Kenny Pope on Paul George, who was quiet. And then don't forget about Aaron Gordon's work on the interior to start this game. He was feasting, boys. He was working. Bruce Brown is the first off the bench for KCP. KCP staggers with a bench that does not feature Christian Brown. But they do get plenty of stops. They get out and run. Bones hits a three. Flacco hits a three. Uh, and then Bones and KCP get really, really... Uh, oh, I'm sorry. This is still the first quarter. Um, Zeke gets involved, and the Nuggets are up 32-15 to 15 after one. Uh, the bench continues to get some stops and run. Bones hits a three. 
Uh, then Vlaco Bones warms up. Vlaco has a ridiculous dunk from outside the key, almost a diagonal free throw line dunk. <laughs> uh, Bones and KCP go on to get stupid hot. And at this point, as many things as Denver is doing well, um, the, sh- the three-point shooting disparity is out of control, and this game's getting out of hand. KCP was scorching hot. And so Jokic and Porter guys combined one for nine at the half, yet the Nuggets led this game by 34 points. At the half, Denver was shooting 53% from the field, 53% from three, only three turnovers as a team, and none from that bench unit, which was cooking, absolutely cooking. We get to the third quarter, and the game's over. The Clippers bench their starters. That was it. Uh, Murray opens up with five quick ones. He's first off the bench this time, which maybe gives us some insight as to, okay, that probably was an audible he called in the first half. Uh, Bones is first off. All right, Murray's first... uh, to the bench this time in the stagger. And look, that's really it. The Clippers never get back in this one. I think their garbage time unit makes some of this deficit up, but it's ultimately a 30-point-plus lead for just about the rest of the game. So sometimes more than that. Incredible stuff from Denver. This is the four-quarter effort Malone has been talking about and clamoring for. Dev, who stood out to you the most in this game, man? From a Nuggets perspective, of course. Every Nugget is good. <laughs> every every Nugget every good. Nugget is good. <laughs> Let's go, dude. This is one of those games like that they got to go so so deep in the bench that it showed the depth. Like that was the things that they're talking about is how deep this team could truly be because we got to see a lot of bench unit. We got to see a lot of the guys that don't play a bunch of minutes getting a bunch of minutes. We got to see another team put their their second unit out there. Um, for the entirety of the second half of the game. So this is pretty wild. Um, to start the game out, I feel like Jamal Murray just made it so yeah, that man. he buried um, the Clippers, that they did not have a chance. Um, so like he was like one of my bigger standouts for the game because um, if he's aggressive, like we talked about with the second unit, he did that with the first unit. If he's aggressive, if he gets in the flow, if he has a Murray flurry, it's hard for other teams to, you know, combat that, especially when they have to put spend so much pressure, so so much attention on Jokic. Um, so Jam- Jamal just starting out, um, knocking down every single shot that he took, getting to the rim, getting to his spots and things like that, that just makes it hard and puts a, 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 a opposing team um, on their back foot. He was incredible, and Eric, I thought a big part of it was that he was shot ready. He goes four or five from deep in this one, but I thought it was less dribble, dribble, find the shot, and more I'm open, I'm shooting this. Bro... There's like two that we have uh, Mr. Jamal and Dr. Murray. And tonight he like just came out like when Jamal is, is Jamal back. Let's figure it out. Is Jamal the Jamal's back? Oh, he's, oh, back. He's, back. he's back. Who would have guessed it? Who would have thunk it? When and he that's comes, it. When we'll he comes out with energy, again. when he comes out like when he has the eye, when he has like the killer look, like it's over. And it's crazy we can't get this Jamal every night. The most frustrating thing about him is that it's there and it's so close to just being something we can rely on. Like we uh, were back before he got his unfortunate injury. But like you see this and you're like, you just, it just gets you to this point where you're like, God damn it, man. The Nuggets have it. The Nuggets have it. They have what it takes. They have transcendent talent at so many places on their roster. And when things start clicking for this team, it's just like you're you're powerless. I mean, granted, the Clippers, I can't, I can't hit this hard enough or enough times. The tr- Clippers were fucking so bad I know, it's, in this it's, game. It's, it's I've never to... like it's hard. It's hard to even hype the Nuggets up when the Clippers were so atrocious. Like they owe everybody that came to the game tonight a refund. Like, <laughs> like, out of Kawhi Leonard's uh, <laughs> salary, uh, Adam put in the chat here that this is the first time since they teamed up that both Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. Failed to score 10 points each. That's unbelievable. Deeply, deeply impotent. I want to get to that in a second because it it does feel like when the Nuggets have played this team, like of all the of all the top-tier players that have inspired fear for me, as either you know, fan media, both whatever we are. Um, <laughs> these guys are relatively low on the list. And I'm so high on them as players in general and their careers. And you know, Paul George would be an A plus fit in Denver, for example. But it's crazy what essentially non-factors they've been in terms of in terms of yeah, man. Denver's ability to to compete with this squad. Um, 
And I, I think, you know, it's kind of in the pregame, I touched on the rivalry thing and it's, I don't know if they're rivals, but I do think whatever mental hurdle Denver cleared during that comeback in the bubble, to me, it seemed to have carried over to all these games, even different iterations of each team oh, respectively. I don't think they fear this team at all. I What's know, fear? I know Jamal Murray doesn't. <laughs> so if you think about what it would take to get Jamal back and going, I guess in hindsight, duh, a matchup with the Clippers was some good. good yeah, that'd stuff. be sick. That'd be great. Be the, it'd be the best four games of our lives. I mean, he, def, he how big is the rim for the, for Jamal at this point when he's playing the Los Angeles Clippers? I just don't think that he sees them. I don't. I really don't think that he looks at them in the same light um, as other teams. And that's what you know. You keep on bouncing back to is this matchup. They really have no fear of like certain teams that other teams fear. Other teams have a very hard time. Utah Jazz gave people problems when they had Donovan Mitchell yeah. and Rudy Gobert. The Nuggets did not see them in the same light. And I feel like it's the exact same way with this Clipper team. Um, these are the teams that they came back from the three to one. So it's like we've we've been at the worst that we could get to and still won the series. You think that that's a team that we're going to take? Ser- so I just feel like they really look at them and they go, "Who's next? You know, who, who else can we go after? Like this is not the team for them. Um, they're working guys back. They're not, you know, um, a cohesive bunch or anything like that. And um, this is a team that like is. They seem to be on the same accord. They seem to all be um, finding their rhythm and playing as a team while the other ones are trying to figure it out. I do think that, you know, at the end of the season, they have a chance to, to be there. Hell yeah. But Denver doesn't see them. And they would love to have that. Oh, matchup. bro. Bring it love on. it. Bring it on. We know Jamal would. And let's finish up on Jamal here, super producer Kale, because he's our DraftKings Sportsbook oh! king of the game. And Look at that massive crowd. That box score almost looks <laughs> modest because he didn't have to do more than this. And, you know, if the game had gone differently, he looked well-equipped and primed to do more than this. But he did all this in uh, short time and made quick work of the Los Angeles Clippers. 18 points, 4 or 5 from 3. I know, dude. This feels like had this been a NBA basketball game that was – where two teams were competing to see who could win, that this would have been one of these disgusting stat lines that Jamal would have rattled off. That everybody, sure. like Lowry, Lowry Markinen scored like 49 points. Right. Or so. I mean, like one of these, one of these every night. Like he what, looked locked in. He looked locked in. He looked locked in, man. And I, I mean, oh, it just gives you, like, it just, it just is, it, it's the, the wind beneath my wings. That's all I need. Do you guys have a preference on if he plays tomorrow? On one hand, you know, okay, back Play to back, him. you're being conservative with his minutes. On the other, he's got a rhythm to ride out here. Do you have? A, do, you have do you feel strongly about it though? I feel like he didn't really play today. He didn't play he, at all. He dude. went through a walkthrough today. Um, you want to get him a rhythm. You want him to play like a, a full game. I feel like he's going to play mm-hmm. um, tomorrow. I think that um, you look at this. He only played 21 minutes. He actually was in a rhythm. So like this is like. Jamal is like a killer. Like in his mind, he's like, hey, yeah. I was about to go crazy. I was going to have a 40-point yeah, game. Man. Let's do it against another team. Let's get back in, you know, into that. Um, he's also went games this year where he's played on the second night of a back-to-back, right? Like I feel like he um, has. I'm not sure I think early on, yeah, he yeah, did. He, because oh, okay. we were like, is he supposed to do that? Yeah, yeah. I, was a little, I think we were a little <laughs> shocked and things like that. But, you know, the... The the idea is to try to get him back to being the player that he was. Hell yeah. He didn't have to play too much in this one. You want him to play on the second night of back-to-back. You want him to mentally prepare for playing on uh, two games in a row or however much he has to play. He's already knocked out 40-minute type of games and things like that. Why not let him play tomorrow? Dude, play. let the boy play. A lot to be encouraged from from Jamal. To me, his him looking shot ready and just drilling a catch-and-shoot three gets me so hyped because it's – it's actually a weirdly one of the aspects of this insanely potent Denver offense over the years that isn't heavily featured or not the first thing you think of. And if he can just be a quick trigger, oh, those shots are automatic. I mean, good luck. Obviously, he's not going to be as locked in as he was tonight every single game, but that's what he's capable of. And you just love to see him bring it. Also thought it was a decent game for him defensively because this is a good matchup for him. You know, like if he switched on to a bigger guy, a Morris, a Kawhi, the guys that like to post up. That's Jamal's bread and butter. So they can live with their point guard being hunted in that matchup. That's his bread and butter defensively. And then right now, it seems they're well, even better suited to guard these guys than ever. KCP was on uh, Paul George tonight. Aaron Gordon was on Kawhi Leonard. And as Adam mentioned, Kawhi Leonard finishes with six points. Paul George with three points. It was 
Uh, they were non-factors in this game. And look, some of that shot luck for sure, but some of it is just that Denver's better suited, even better suited for this matchup, I think, than they were in the past. Yeah, man, as uh, Charles Barkley, who is either the best or worst analyst, uh, given any take that he gives, right. oscillating between takes that he gives, uh, declared Denver one of the deepest, if not the deepest team in the league, which is hilarious because... We bemoaned the bench for all we do is complain. Like it's crazy. The I mean, it's just what it is to follow an NBA team. It's just like you feel like your team isn't doing anything right. The coach sucks. The rotations are bad. Right. The players suck. Like nobody can make shots. Nobody on the bench can shoot. We have no scoring. Um, But then you just get like a little outside perspective of somebody looking at this team with fresh eyes. And they're like, I mean, again, like you watch a game like tonight. That's the only game you saw. Yeah. Like you'd be like, this is the greatest team that ever played. Right. Right. This is like, (laughs) this is like a team full of wilts. Uh, But um, just they have this in them. This didn't feel like a particularly hot game for the Nuggets either. I mean, it did feel like a incredibly cold game for the Clippers, as we right. mentioned. I think that's... But that's, it didn't feel like the Nuggets were like just, you know, they were just making shots. Then it's just like broke the Clippers' spirit because they was like, Man, what are we supposed to do with these circuits? Like what the Warriors would do to you, just like every shot goes in, you just throw your hands up. It was just like, bro, this is just like normal operating procedure here. With the exception, I think, of a Bones KCP Hell yeah. barrage at the end of the first half. I you know, know what makes me sad about tomorrow? What's that? The fact that Donovan Mitchell is already scheduled to not play. Dude. I know. I wanted to see that Jamal versus Mitchell. See if they Me could just too. restart Donovan Mitchell's that. not playing tomorrow. Mitchell also just had, what, a 70-point game or it's, something? Oh, it's because Mitchell had season-ending injury that took him out for two years, so they have to... Oh, that's Jamal. Like, <laughs> why are they not playing Mitchell? He's a professional. Well, the, the Cavs are a little banged up, and they're resting a lot of guys. I think after some hard fought wins, but that's kind of the NBA. These I days, saw man. this the it's... other day. Somebody like somebody in the Cavs universe was like, "Oh, they should punt on that Denver game." It's gonna. It's like <laughs> they did. I think they did. Well, yeah, well, talking... we'll see. Sometimes the easiest way to beat Denver is to rest your best players. Yeah, you're Good not point. Great point. Okay, we're gonna talk a little bit more about some of the other guys from the defense on the other end of the break. But first, oh, first, we what? gotta tell you about our good friends at Denver <laughs> Health Medical. Let's go. It's open enrollment time, folks, for individual health plans now through January 15th. Denver Health Medical Plan offers elevated exchange plans available on the Connect for Health marketplace with great benefits and affordable plan choices. You can also call direct at 303-602-4912 and sign up online at denverhealthmedicalplan.org. It can be confusing, and it's certainly important to get and keep your coverage in the United States of America. Denver Health Medical, they're helping you out. Don't brave it. You don't brave it. Yeah, it's it's not actually... Don't brave it. Yeah, it's not like cool. To not have a health nope. insurance. Now you just get like scurvy <laughs> and scarlet fever. Right. right. Like destroying your credit isn't like you know, hard. Right. <laughs> so remember, open enrollment for the exchange runs November 1st to January 15th. Call today. Here's the number one more time. 303-602-4912. Or visit www.denverhealthmedicalplan.org. Henverdelf.org. Henverdelf. Denver Health Medical Plan. <laughs> Let's go. Dev, are you a burrito guy or a bowl uh, guy? Or a bowl oh, guy? I, I actually don't know this about Dev. What, yeah, are you a burrito or a bowl guy? What would you guess? You seem like a burrito He's guy. He's like a burrito guy. Let's go, Absolutely. dude. My guy, Dev. Dev likes. You can get burritos. You can get bowls. You can get tacos. You can get nachos. You can get a lot of stuff at Illegal Pete's, including delicious queso, some margaritas. A margarita right now, I can't believe it's Thursday. These are the biggest Friday vibes I've ever dude, encountered in my these life. These are fry vibes for sure. Margarita with the fellas oh, or the ladies dude, after, we're, crushing the, after crushing we're the We're wasting clips. array in Margaritaville right now, dude. You got to check out Illegal Pete's, even if you're on that New Year diet, because Pete's has what you need with endless options. Endless options of fresh ingredients that can fit into almost any diet or dietary restriction. It's a no-brainer. Eat Pete's for health. Uh, or, or or for junk, if you want. Check out any of their 10 Colorado locations for a happy hour, 3 to 6 p.m. every day. No happy hours for you this month. Try out a refreshing Hoplark Citra at any of Illegal Pete's locations. So listen, even if you're dieting, even if you're in on a dry January, you can still join your friends for some good vibes at Illegal Pete's. They're our go-to spot for vibes, burritos, buddies, and beer. Uh, I should know that Dev is a burrito guy. You want to know how I should know? When we were in Serbia, uh, we found a burrito place. Oh, yeah, yeah. At one of the meetups, 
And oh, then, and that then, was not a fun experience. <laughs> and then I drank a lot of Rakia at the meetup, as we were known to do at every meetup mm-hmm. and every day that wasn't a meetup. And Tell anytime really. I was starving. And then uh, somebody handed me a bag. And I think now looking back on it, I think they said, this is Dev's burrito. Mm. But I thought they said, here's a burrito. Yeah. And then I started to eat the burrito. And then I saw the biggest look. The, I've never seen a human being more crushed. <laughs> it was the seventh thing that I got stole from you that day. And I was seeing stars at this point. Like I had Rocky in my body. I didn't yeah. eat for the day. Uh-huh. I think it was your third meal at that point. Yeah, yeah, the greatest part is that when they were taking burrito orders, I specifically said, I don't want one. I remember that. Deb's face was like, uh, remember Kawhi's face from the bubble on the bench? Just trying to figure out what happened. <laughs> It was a lot like that. It was a lot like that. A big part of what happened tonight was Aaron Gordon showed good defense, but also eight early on the interior, as he's doing in a Denver Nuggets uniform. Seven rebounds, but four on the offensive end. Three assists, only one turnover, 13 points. And let me double check, but I think all five of those field goals came in the paint. Survey says... They did. Oh, Ooh. let's go. Let's That's go. a classic Aaron Gordon performance. It's exactly what you'd like to see against the Clippers. Dev, I'm going to do the player grades later tonight. I'm going to call on you for some help here. What grade would you give Aaron Gordon, Silver Surfer, Mr. <clears throat> what would you give him tonight for this performance? I would give uh, Mr. You'd give him an AA? I would give him an AA Aaron <laughs> because, like, really – you just Adam brought in a stat, the one thing that he added to this show, um, of <laughs> uh, Kawhi and Paul George not live, being Adam. able to score 10 points um, in the same game. So the defense was there. Also, Aaron Gordon has been extremely active on the boards mm-hmm. as of late. Like He only played 21 minutes in this game. He has seven boards. Um Just, like, just super aggressive and, and knows exactly what he's supposed to do in this game. He took seven seven shots in this game, and it was just so quick because it's efficient right around the rim. He's dunking everything. Um, he's cutting. He's right where you know the guys want him to be and things like that. So I'm going to give Mr. <coughs> <coughs> a, a for sure. It's dry in the you know what I've noticed about Aaron Gordon's game lately? What's that? He's in, in he's incorporated cupping into his uh, off season or into his oh, yeah, uh, yeah. therapeutic routine. There, he's constantly looks like he's been attacked by Jokic's space octopus. That's true. Arms. That's right. You know what? That brings me to a, another point, though, which is a potential cause for concern entering tonight was Aaron Gordon's shoulder, which he seemed to reaggravate yep. in that last game. And Malone mentioned at practice yesterday as okay, it's not great. Um, it's not terrible. He can play through it. Certainly some discomfort. Didn't notice it tonight. Didn't have to shoot anything from deep, but he was fearless down low and three or four from the free throw line as well. Just really, really good stuff from AG. Man, like Aaron Gordon has figured out exactly how to play with Nikola Jokic. Like he'll hang out in that dunker spot and then he'll just slide to the rim and then Jokic will double, will dribble get doubled, and then Aaron Gordon's right there. And it's just, like, the most obvious way to play off of Nikola Jokic. For some reason, like, other people don't see this or don't capitalize it in such a profound way. But Aaron, it's, like, it, it is it is such a, a compliment to both of their games. Like, they just have, have ra- like, it, it's just, as Vlatko said, like, nobody right. since Gary Harris has really figured out how to play with uh, Nikola Jokic in the way that it's, like, is fully benefiting from Jokic's presence. Like you brought up earlier, we we were like, how how are you going to say that when Jamal Murray exists? But Jamal Murray brings enough of his own That's sauce right. to the party. It's like what Aaron Gordon and Jokic do together. It's like they just make each other stronger. It's it's incredible. Chat pointing out what you were just with all the cut marks on his shoulder. Obviously, something that's bothering him that he's getting treatment on. It's I'm curious about it because part of me says, all right, well maybe he could use some rest. On the other hand. He's got an all-star campaign to mount and not a bad, perf- if, you know, if he's not truly hurt, right. If he's cleared to play, I would respect him going for it. I think every Nuggets fan wants to see him in, in that game. It would feel like a nice reward because AG has done everything Denver's asked for him with a big smile yeah. on his face. And you'd love to see that payoff for him in that Nuggets uniform. Don't think tonight hurt fellas doing what he did, doing what they did on national TV to a team. A lot of people are curious about in June, you know? Yeah. I don't like the fact that uh that 
The Clippers were so bad that I think I it know it's like up, it like it messed diminishes. up a lot of people's uh, stats on the night. Sure. Jamal could have had a monster game. Yep, Aaron Gordon was you know on track for a monster yep. game. Jokic started off like in a fury, like he was going to have a monster game. Now all of their stats are going to be like pushed around because they only got to play twenty minutes in the game. Mm. For shame, Clippers! Like, what have you done? They could have at least been decent. There was there was. Points in this game that the Clippers could have won on thirty point runs and still been down. <laughs> I know, dude. Ten points. Nine. Yo, points, the Clippers could have won the fourth quarter by thirty points and still lost by like ten points. Like that's that's not okay. That's not good, man. <laughs> and this is a team that is still in the that's playoffs. Not good, man. They're in the playoffs in the standings. They're still Oof. there. They're, they, that's how you know how down bad you know a lot of teams. The Lakers are way under them. Yeah, and they're they're on top of this type of team. This is a team that was. For all accounts, healthy. Like, they just really just had such a, a bad game. Um, and Aaron Gordon needed this type of game. At the same time, like you said, he needed this rest. So I wonder if they look at this game uh, t- tomorrow and say, um, Cavs look like they're punting on this game. Do mm-hmm. we maybe sit him for Does everyone just, this is a punt fest? Punt this fest. Is everyone's fest. punting? Yeah, and then just cupping. <laughs> cupping and, cupping and, and punting. <laughs> dude, I love... Dude, I, if we see a punt cup fest tomorrow, I'm in. What a great game. I don't like the way... <laughs> what a treat. I don't like the way it sounds. What a treat, dude. I don't. Punt is with kinky. the fellas. <laughs> We're in segment two. We haven't even brought up Jokic yet, but that's because tonight is a funky one. I mean, his line is good in the minutes he played. Certainly didn't score well in the first half. Did not matter at all. Nine assists to two turnovers. By the end of this game, Yoke was in full. I'm just trying stuff mode. This seems fun. Wee! He had that one flip to AG who was not open in the dunker spot. And it just worked because no one makes that pass. Because why not? No one makes that pass. Why wouldn't it work? This was fun for Yoke, I think. He got to uh, watch his friend's ball. No one likes to watch the fella's ball more than Yoke. And get deep into his uh, mad genius playmaking bad on national TV. What would you think of Yoke tonight, Eric? I mean, it felt like a game that Jokic was not required. So Jokic, like, in that he always takes what the game gives him. Tonight, the game game gave him rest. Like, he didn't have to be Jokic. He got to just be, a, you know, the guy in the middle. He got to be uh, the guy that draws attention and then kicks it out to Jamal and just sort of, like, gets a rebound. I mean, this was, in the world of Nikola Jokic, a very unremarkable game. Right. Because it didn't have to be a remarkable game. Like, right. he just, Jokic does everything right all the time. You know, like, if he needs to, he he knows, like, a night like tonight, he can conserve his energy. We, we have a game tomorrow. It's a back-to-back. Jokic doesn't sit back-to-backs. Jokic doesn't sit ever. So, I, so love, I love that he, like, put it on cruise control and he wasn't, like, he was like, all right, whatever. Like, we're just going to beat the life out of the Clippers on national television. I'm going to let uh, Vlatko Chanchar and Bones Highland do the uh, heavy lifting here, and I'm just going to just gonna take her easy. Dev, what did you see from uh, Mr. Two-Time back-to-back? I see that uh, he he got it closer for other people to, to catch. I want him to be the, the three straight. I really do. I don't care. I, I pretended really do. I didn't. I do too. Also, I do. we keep saying I that. Uh, I do. Um, we we the stats don't matter. They do. I want him to get the the finals MVP. <laughs> I want him to get the regular season MVP. I, I want him to, to win every single game. Yeah. So we're like they're they're number one seed overall. Yep. We want it all. Not yep. only That's do all. I agree with you, I think everyone else is lying. Yeah, stop saying that they don't care about stats and things mm-hmm. like that. I want all of it, every single piece of it, and they have. Um, the team that can win it all. So why not get the stats along with it? He also showed that he's like an Iron Man that's willing to play every single game. He's going to be ready tomorrow. So if he would have had to play hard in this game, he, he could have. I really do think that this, like, I think we were robbed of a monster game from him. Yep. Especially from a assist standpoint. I really think that he was in cruise control oh, where cool. he just started just trying things out. Like he's totally doing not. no looks. One There was one pass in the game that he dropped off to uh, to, to Bones. Me and Vote had it seven seconds. Oh, that, that Avatar Airbender pass. We we caught each other in the bar and we just stared each other down. And this is the first time that we've talked about it since. Yeah, it's true. We didn't say a word. I have you guys actually. I, I noticed an uncomfortable silence the whole time until we went on went live. We haven't spoken to each other since that. But we said maybe like one of you walked in on the bathroom on the other. No, nope, that was yeah, it. Yeah, you just made that up. Listen. <laughs> 
Why well, was just guessing? It was Yoke pure speculation. could have had himself really a monster game, but I do like the fact that he did not have to go, you know, balls to the wall the entire time. There was a point in his game that I felt like he looked at the stats and said, "Okay, that's not enough," yeah. and he went. You know, he just started being aggressive. He started getting to his spots. He started finishing, and that's when we just got to see like the silly finishes, uh, left hand and ones. Um, just just getting like real cute with the ball and things like that. Oh, and I think God. that's what type of player Jokic is. Is he's like, okay, I'm just gonna like you said, I'm gonna take whatever the defense gives yep. to me. I'm gonna do whatever um, it is that ever you know that they need. And tonight they needed him to just uh, be a present and get presence and get everyone else involved. And he did. Let's talk about KCP a little bit, guys. Only three from eight, three of eight from the field, but three of five from deep was a part of that barrage I mentioned to close the half. And also four rebounds, five assists, only one turnover. So it's a kind of modest box score. But again, I feel like if you were watching the high leverage moments of this game. Which were, what, the tip-off? The, like, yeah, 20 minutes. <laughs> KCP was who you needed him to be. Again, um, great job defensively on Paul George. And then I think the whole unit gets credit for this, but it's not the first time we've seen the KCB stagger, KCP stagger plus the bench create some good energy. Dude. I think that was just, yeah, now the Clippers couldn't throw the ball into the ocean tonight, but there were stops, they were running, they were active. It never really got sticky and boggy the way we, we kind of lament watching. He was great, dude. KCP was awesome. He really, like, it. the, the game was, like, started off um, when the starters came out. I think they were up, like, 13 or something. And then that KCP time in the stagger, where he just took over. He just started hitting, he hit like what, three or four three-pointers in a row. You got like the super friendly bounce. Um, he hit a three in transition. It just really set the tone of like, no, like you guys, I'm sorry you guys are having an off night shooting, but I'm going to choke the life out of you. <laughs> no mercy. Like, I don't care. No we don't care. Like, I want you to be embarrassed in front of your family. I want Reggie Miller to make fun of you. I want Chuck to make uh, really disparaging comments about your whole squad. <laughs> and he did it. He went for it. He took the life out of that Clippers squad. And it was beautiful. Like, we were, I mean, we were, you know, we spent two whole shows talking about um, the, that Malone said specifically he wanted either one of Jokic or Murray on the floor at all times. And then, of course, immediately the next game, the first bench minutes included neither Jokic nor Murray. It was KCP, but it was the perfect addition because he had he had exactly the steadying presence. He had the murderous presence. He was like the exact piece that that bench unit needed. And from that point on, it was like game over. What are we doing? Yeah, basketball is about strategy. And I feel like Malone pushed the right button mm. in this one to try something new out. And it worked out. It worked, so he's man. like, hey, I could give that a look where I'm not trying to um, play Murray you yeah, know, too man. many minutes. I'm not having to put it on him. There's another guy that could get himself going and. If you look at it, that was the one time that KCP scored. So it was like another way to to make him happy, yep. to feed him and get himself going um, where he gets to be aggressive. Yep. He really like uh, – I feel like Jamal Murray um, heated, like heated up, uh, you know, set the table and things like that. I feel like KCP came in and he turned the lights out. It was time for bed when he <laughs> hit that, that dagger shot in Dude. transition. He did not care. It was a three on oh. like one. He could have made a pass. That would have been an easy. Mm. Uh, Why would you do that? Nope. He stopped, pulled, <laughs> hit the three. It bounced around crazier than I've seen any shot bounce around. And, and he just showed like that. I'm here. Also on the defensive end, you know he's going to step up every single time. Yep. He, he's going to um, take on the initiative to try to guard the best guard. He's going to uh, make it extremely hard for them and, and make them have to work for things like that. So I feel like KCP was like, brilliant in this game he and he great, didn't even have to do too much right. he only finished with nine points but he was a plus 31 because he got to be with that second unit plus that usually 31. that usually gets they struggle in these type of situations Jokic goes out he comes in they're up 25 plus 20 30. points Dude, you, plus 31 should not be a stat line anybody has in an NBA basketball game that should be an do you guys want to know something insane season. you want to know something insane please Robert Covington played 23 minutes tonight defensive specialist in Robert, a game that Robert they Covington? lost in a game that they lost by whatever 30 or whatever uh 
He was a plus one. How the hell does that happen? Wait, he was? How does that happen? Robert Covington was a I, plus I one. I no longer believe in plus minus. He had to be in for that last what like, was the, what was 10 the worst, minutes. What was the worst minus on the Clippers? D- delight me. Tickle me, please. Oh, <laughs> oh, that's a good question. I'm seeing minus 25 <laughs> okay, that's good. from Reggie Jackson. Boy, Reggie. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> yeah. That altitude that he, uh, by the way, grew up in. <laughs> and listen, I think obviously the Clippers were just horrendous in this game. In a front to basketball, I say. I but say as well. the Nuggets didn't bail them out. I think that's one thing to focus on here. Malone has been clamoring for four-quarter performances, and they got one tonight, right? Like, here's the thing. The bench played a lot of low-leverage minutes in the second half, and by the end of the game, they were losing those minutes a little bit in who cares territory. Who cares? But their first stint, the game was not over, and the starters did what they tend to do. They opened up a big lead. And the bench just carried it. The bench just cracked this thing wide open. And so wide open. it was that stint. I mean, obviously the starters did that, their job, but then the bench did too. It was that stint where this game was ultimately decided. Yep. We literally never saw the starters again for the Clippers. Let's talk about Bones Highland, who finished Let's. this game 5 for 11 from the field, 3 of 7 from deep, 16 points, 3 rebounds, only 1 assist, but no turnovers, fellas, and a real fun highlight. That saucy, saucy layup. And the stare down. Kale, you don't have the stare down, do you? Oh, boy. Uh, no, you, do, you don't think Kale's got it? What? <laughs> There's Kale's response to you. you yeah. What are you, an idiot? What do you think? I'm Yaya? <laughs> super producer. This is Kale. super producer Kale, not casual producer Yaya. This is um an awesome picture. I love it. <laughs> And this is this is Bones at his best, man. This is fun. He stared at the camera for like seven whole seconds, and the cameraman just kept it on him. And he just, he was in it. It was honestly one of the best moments of my life. <laughs> watching that, and then funny, it was, it, watching a meme be born in real, like in real time is the the greatest, sweetest moment. Like yep. every, everyone in the bar was like trying to grab their phone to take a picture of the TV. I was like, it's, don't, it's fine. Yeah, this, wait this a thing's going to show up wait on the time. Wait a like, minute. One, yeah, you'll be fine, seconds. dude. <laughs> so Bones hits all three of his made threes in that first stint, and yeah, it wasn't a great assist show. Not the best defender on the floor, but he didn't turn the ball over at all. And so I think, I mean, look, it was a great game from Bones, but it's also the perfect kind of Bones at home in this kind of game. It's like Salt Bay throwing the salt on top. You know what I mean? It's the it's the it's the vibes on top. It's of the, the cake. thing that ruined the World Cup uh, celebration. And I think, look, tonight was a little bit more. Uh, oh God, Adams here. Um, uh, yeah, good. tonight was a little uh, bit more act hit normal. Some, act normal. <laughs> hit some crazy shots, have some fun. But listen, Bones, I think deserves some credit, fellas, for digging himself out of a deep, deep hole that he dug in December and stuck with it, playing a lot more confidently now, which is important, man. I think when it gets bad and you talk about benching Bones, you know, I get why in terms of scraping up utility for any game at a time, but. The best version of this team by the end of the season, to me, it includes Bones percolating. It has to. Like he was tonight, Duff. Yeah, I feel like you, uh, I mean, you just talked about him digging that hole. Um, there was a lot of criticism around Bones. I feel like it was warranted. You know, you're going to feel yeah. a certain way when, you're, you know, your player's not playing um, to their capabilities. Um, but also with a player like Bones, you take the good with the bad. Um these are the type of games that you like work them through. You knew that the shot was going to come back. You knew he was going to start um, knocking things down. Um, so it was great to see him um, not shy away from the moment and still be ultra aggressive, still shoot his way out of a very bad funk. Yep. Yep. Um, and that second unit looks great when he is hitting shots. Like It just makes it so much easier for everyone else because he's such a floor spacer. Um, he's such an electric talent where – all eyes are on him at all times, and that's when it makes it easier when they rotate and things like that. He also could extend the defense with like his deep jumper, um, and also he just he gets the crowd going. Yeah, he's, he's a people pleaser. Yep. That stare down moment, that's Bones. Yep. That's that's the person that you're getting. Um, that's having fun the entire time. There's going to be mistakes, but there's also going to be these these moments um, that that he's going to learn through and get a lot better. And we're starting to see, I think, the light at the end of the tunnel. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mile High City, baby! Baby! This was a classic Mile High City, baby game moment. This is exactly, this is like why you stick with Bones when things are low because he brings you such high moments 
and they are backbreaking moments. They are demoralizing to the other team when he's like laughing, when he's just like yep. giggling through yep. it. And they, you know, they're in the depths of despair and they look up and there's just a guy that's just like <laughs> <laughs> running up the court <laughs> while we're all laughing. The whole yeah. crowd's laughing. It's like, it just makes you feel like you can't do anything. And, you know, it's bring this up every time that uh, Bones criticism like really gets levied and people start to say like, oh, we got to move on from Bones. Like that guy basically won a playoff game for the Denver Nuggets last year because he was able to get hot in big moments. Like he's not scared of moments, but he got in a shooting funk and it like made people forget like why he's so valuable. You know, he, he is going to get better. Um, as far as facilitating goes, decision-making goes, and he's going to get better defensively as far as just like knowing where to be in the right, you know, getting in passing lanes, staying in front of guys. He's not the biggest guy in the world. You obviously can't solve that, but there's been, you know, guys that are slight of frame that have been at least like neutral level defenders in the NBA. And there's no reason bones can't be that. I mean, when he's firing, it's just like, this is the type of thing that you want on your team because watching sports is supposed to be fun. Like it's supposed to bring joy to life. And like Bones plays the game with joy. He's a conduit of joy, isn't he? He's a conduit. He's a he is a yeah, he is a uh a joy uh lightning rod. Right. A joy rod. Yeah, All we'll, right, we'll, we'll work that that's... over. We'll rework that. The point being Once is a show. Like, <laughs> the point is, is that Once like a show. Bro, it's just it's so fun, man. It's so fun when Bones gets going and, and it just makes you want to watch basketball. I love I love that. I love that. And we know he's flawed, believe me, man. We all watched the ugly together to start December. And it'll probably go up and down again, but to see him enjoying himself, playing with joy, injecting joy into the game is a great sight, especially in that context. I'm gonna take one more break, fellas. When we get back. There's a starter who we forgot to talk about, but I was waiting a little bit because uh, it does include some after-the-game notes. We'll talk Michael Porter Jr.'s oh, game let's. on the other side of the break, plus a sneaky good game from Zeke Naji and a double-double double for the Vlackinator. <laughs> for Air Vlatko? Air Vlatko. But first, huh. let's talk about pins and aces because Please. most of us can't dunk from outside the key like Vlaco did tonight. Yourself. So our best <laughs> chances at looking that dope are by going to pinsandaces.com and getting the official golf apparel of DNVR. They're the official golf apparel partners of DNVR, of course, because of their sweet polos, hats, golf bags, and uh, the thing that gets even Eric and I out on the course, Hell yeah. the beer sleeve. Hell yeah, except and, for I actually just golf. But yeah, 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 let's go, the beer sleeve. That's how he gets me out on the course <laughs> with him. An innovative product that allows you to store seven beers, six pack, plus one, right inside your golf bag and keep drinks cold the entire round. Check out pinsandaces.com. Use code DNVR to receive 15% off your order and get free shipping, tight. That's code pinsandaces.com. And uh, oh, guys. Did you know that it's basketball season? Have you what? watched any good basketball games lately? No. Actually, literally, no. Yeah, it's been a while. <laughs> Have you? Yeah. Uh, Not in the last two. Did we even hit our best true. tonight, or did it go too well? What? No way. Yeah, we hit Jamal well. Murray. I think it might have hit one. But you also, oh, you, you, fa Kawhi. you faded Kawhi. That was beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. You can get skin in the game whether you're watching your Denver Nuggets a other basketball team like the Boston Celtics you're hate watching them for example um, <laughs> really that, any team I love that no one in Denver ever cared about the Celtics and you spread your East Coast hatred of the Celtics onto all of Nuggets Nation. yeah we'll hate them together baby <laughs> it's great I've assimilated I hate the Lakers I need you to hate the Celtics right with me listen we're in we're in but no matter who you're watching you can uh, enjoy it and get some skin in the game with DraftKings Sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the NBA new customers can bet just five $5 pregame money line on any NBA team to win their game. If they do, you get $150 in free bets. So then you can take those free bet winnings, watch the pregame show, bet with superstar dev, walk away a happy man or woman. Plus, everyone can combine multiple bets for a bigger payout with DraftKings same game parlays. And Maryland sports fans, ditch the FOMO. Download DraftKings Sportsbook. Use promo code DNVR when you sign up because it's now live in your state. Remember, Place a $5 pregame money line bet on any NBA team to win their game. Get $150 in free bets if they do. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code DNVR. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See those show notes for details. And we're back. And we are ready to hear from Harrison Wynn soon. But before we do, I've got an after-game note, a post-game note. Please. Who do you think won the defensive player of the game chain tonight, fellas? Um, KCP. Good guess. What do you think, Eric? I would guess uh, KCP. KCP. <laughs> 
Malone, give it to Michael Porter. <laughs> I see. I see. Michael <laughs> Porter Jr., who That's I believe wild, spent man. a lot of his night guarding Luke Kennard. There were some open misses, <laughs> uh, but Luke, you know, uh, you know, he was just kind of off, and he's been off for a while. But I thought Porter did a good job staying connected with him. Um, I thought he worked hard through screens. I thought there were limited mistakes. Again, in the past, we've seen Porter miss some early makeable looks and just kind of put his head down. He didn't do that in this game. He missed some early makeable ones, but he stuck with it, and I thought he was ultimately a positive impact. And I thought that was a probably smart and cool moment from Malone to give it to him. Hell his yeah. defense was good tonight, and I think it's one way you reward a player and keep his head in the game. He he did what Denver asked of him to do tonight, despite one of five from deep. Yeah, I mean... I I want the shots to fall. I just really love when it, the shots are falling. We want yeah, like moments, yeah. But also, uh, I do think that it was great that he didn't like overshoot trying to find himself, you know, trying to get himself going. Um, I also like the fact that this was the first time all year that I could like remember a connection of an alley oop dunk where he finished it. Yo, like we were just talking about how he was not being um, athletic enough to dunk the ball, and now I feel like he's now going up there and trying to dunk. Um, he, he got the the oop um, and finished it. He did knock down um, a three-point shot. He also uh, made the extra pass at times that I felt like he wanted to just shoot it every Wait, single time. Wait, is the time. chat lying to me? Did he actually win the chain chat? He, really did. he did win the chain, right? Yeah, he won I, the chain. Uh, yeah. Okay, all right, yeah. all right. I'm not going to sorry. 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 fake like I remember defensive plays from him. <laughs> this is why you're the best at <laughs> But I'm glad that they're trying to keep him involved. Yeah, I, I think so. Oh, are we joined or not joined? Oh, now? we're joined. Oh, okay. Oh, we're not uh, joined yet. My favorite thing about about the the defensive player of the game chain <laughs> is that Michael Malone doesn't always uh, like give it to the best defender, but he uses it as like a pump up mechanism. Yeah, like, he's like you know he gets a, a, when given like the guy the game ball, uh, and just like giving recognition to MPJ for just upping his game, sort of in general, like upping upping his effort level. Um, and I'm, I'm kind of with you. I don't remember any like absolute standout plays, but just the effort, like just putting the effort in is meaningful. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't, there were also some, like, I think Kennard was open for some, some, uh, there were some blown assignments, I think in rotations, but for the most part, I thought he was pretty good. Used his length. A couple of times he had to switch onto some more prominent scores, dynamic scores. And I thought he held his own. I mean, he's going to make mistakes. There's it's, the fundamentals aren't great, you know. Um, the 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 feel isn't great, but the length and size are always there. And as long as he plays hard, he's capable of making a, a positive impact. And I just think it's cool, man. Like you want to see Porter help the team win in this way more. And I think he's done a little bit of it this season. So ultimately, this could have been like a poor performance from him, but it wasn't. I think he salvaged it. You know what I think Adam should start doing. Given like a, a, a defensive player to game chain to us every single time. Hell yeah, dude. Who rocked it that night? Who rock, who, who do you think rocked it the hardest tonight? <sighs> who gets the chain? You better give it. You, you, it's between me and votes since you're handing it out. And I'm, well, I'm, I wouldn't I'm, be giving it. And I'm looking you deep okay. in your eyes right now. Who gets it? He looked me in my eyes. <laughs> God damn it. And he just stepped up as a, as a, as a host. He stepped up. He did his thing. Really? I don't uh, remember anything I he said. I understand. I just don't agree. That's yeah. fine. Whatever. Yeah, you wouldn't have got it this time, for sure. <laughs> so yeah, it wasn't you, if that's your point. <laughs> yeah. uh, let's hear from Harrison. It looks like we got him ready. We can, we can uh, get these game notes. Win. What's up, man? Finally. Finally. Good to talk with you guys. <laughs> oh, sorry, man. I didn't know. I didn't know. Well, we had, we had technical issues. Okay, all right. Yeah, I know we had technical issues. <laughs> I didn't. But talk to me, when Talk to me about the issues the Denver Nuggets did not have tonight in Ball Arena. You guys are hating on MPJ getting the defensive player of the game chain. Not hating on it. No, we weren't. What? Who? I just gave an earnest take. Dev just said he couldn't remember the game. That's a different. That's a different thing. Michael Porter Jr. was locked in defensively for the first two minutes of this game, and those are the only minutes that matter. I think that's why he won it. You're not wrong about that. You're not wrong about that. He was great the first couple minutes defensively, and that's like all that match tonight. But, um, yes, he did win the defensive player of the game chain. Um, Michael Malone said KCP fell over in his chair. It was a funny moment. Vlaco said it's the first time anybody's won it for – a half of defense. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah, so good the vibes all around. His teammates were upset that he won the chain? 
I wouldn't say upset, no. If Definitely I fall out of the chair when you started talking, <laughs> or if they was like, hey, Harrison won the chain <laughs> yeah. tonight, and yeah. I fall out of my chair, what, what, that's player hating. I wouldn't say hating. I would say they might have been a little surprised. Mm. <laughs> there were two guys that held all NBA players below 10 points, but I love it. I love it. Give it to Mike. He played good D. All right, what do you got for us, Wynn? What else you got? Uh, the big message from Michael Malone tonight was, you know, this regular season is about creating habits, creating championship habits, and he felt like tonight was a game where Denver showed off championship habits. Uh, they put a team away early. They didn't let that team back into the game. And so, I mean, of course he was thrilled with the win tonight. Uh, he talked a lot about the bench, and he was just talking about the keys to the success for that second unit. And he said it's all about defense. When that group defends, when that group rebounds and runs, you know, it can be a really simple game from them. And then he really just shouted out Vlatko. He had a lot of great things to say about Vlatko Chanchar. And, you know, double-digit rebounds for Vlatko tonight. And Malone uh, just reminisced on some of his best moments from this season. His defense on Shea Gilgis-Alexander in that win over the Thunder earlier this year. His half-quarter in Dallas. Malone was just talking about how much he's contributed this year and how you can play through him off the bench. And he's a facilitator, he's a connector. And it just seems like Vlaco is, he's been a key to the second unit and it seems like he's not going anywhere you know, with that bench rotation. Love it, man, love it. I think he's earned it and it's a fun story and seemingly his last chance to break through it. It seems like he has. Yeah. Um, and then the other big kind of takeaway from what Michael Malone had to say is, it seems like Jamal Murray is going to play tomorrow in the oh, back. Oh, hell yeah. Love it. I love it. He seems only played like 20, he's right? He's going to play on the second night of a back-to-back or both back-to-back games for the first time this season. And um, it's going to be about how he feels in the morning. They'll kind of check in with him. But Jamal Murray shortly after that said, yes, I'm definitely playing tomorrow. Hell it's yes. just another part of my recovery. Hell yes. It's kind of another box to check. Mm. Love it, man. I love it. I think with the rhythm he found only 20 minutes tonight, I think this one this is this is worth it to give him that opportunity. Do love that he's moving in the right direction where he's he's saying that this is you know on the road of recovery. This is what he wants to start doing. Yeah, man, like when you move past being pitied into being feared. Yeah, exactly. Um and then, you know, Jamal was talking about this team compared to some teams of Nuggets past and just how talented this team is. And he thought about it because the question was like, is this team more talented than any team you've been on? And he thought about it. And then he started talking about the bubble team. Mm. He was like me, Gary, Tori, Paul, Jeremy, Yoke. That bubble team was pretty solid. But um, he didn't quite want to say this team is the most talented he's been on. Even though, like, we know it obviously is. But he didn't want to go there quite yet. He's afraid of uh, upsetting the bubble team, including Phoenix's son, Tory Craig. Who cares? The team he's on right now is the most talented. Yeah, we all know that. He didn't quite want to say it yet. I also asked Vlaco that, and he didn't want to say it either. He also said the bubble team was really talented. Mm. He's um, just saying that because he was jacked in that photo. Yeah, right. <laughs> he's like, I had a great run in the bubble. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, but Jamal said he's in a great spot, um, just mentally, physically. Obviously, he was great tonight from the get-go, great offensively, great defensively. I thought he was especially good on the defensive end. I mean, he was hitting shots too, but he guarded like everybody on the Clippers It felt like their yep. guards. He guarded Kawhi in the post in that first quarter. Um, I thought it was just a great showing from him, and, and he just seems really confident right now. Uh, and then we also talked to Vlaco tonight. And um, he was asked about what was his better dunk this season, the one tonight, which came out of nowhere, or the free throw line dunk. He said it's up to us to decide, so um, I'll, I'll put that on you guys. He said every once in a while I try to surprise everybody with a dunk. Hell yes. <laughs> Love rooting for He was talking about just kind of the chemistry and where this team is at. And you know, he said when there's a group of guys who have been together for a while – you understand how to play together. It just takes time. And so, I mean, he definitely thinks that this team is 
building towards something like you can see the foundation being laid right now. Um, the difference from years past to this year for him, obviously he's playing, but he said he can say he's more confident in his shot than he's been in seasons past. And you can definitely tell he's letting it fly with a regularity now that he really hasn't in uh, seasons ago. And, um, and then he was talking about Michael Porter Jr. winning the defensive player of the game, Jay. <laughs> and uh, Vlaco, guys, Vlaco is quickly emerging as the best quote on this team. Totally. Uh, he said, people think he cannot play defense, but he can play defense. Oh, what a quote. Oh, I love oh, it. Man. That, he's, he's almost at the top. <laughs> think about how bad the other quotes are. <laughs> it did used to be Jeremy Grant who would go, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> Yeah, that's all I got though. That's all I got from the post game. Hell yeah, dude! Wind, uh, real quick, what was it? What was it like there in yeah, the arena? Like? I'm sure the vibes were pretty good, pretty early. Yeah, man, it was crazy because the Nuggets came out, they just blitzed the Clippers, and then the Clippers were like, "All right, cool. I guess we'll just end I it guess right we're here." Blitzed, right? <laughs> the, the Clippers had just as little fight tonight as I might have ever seen in an NBA team. Yeah, they rolled over right away. <laughs> they, they, they were pretty happy to, or their starters, I think, were pretty happy. It looked like to only play a half. Yeah, um, the the bones play. There's a bones play that's going viral. Um, I've yeah, seen the it, tough yeah. finish. He went to the ground. Um, how was that in the arena? Did other people uh, notice what was going on? Um, did he get the crowd going or anything like that after? I didn't see it because I think it was right under the basket right here yep that i don't really have a great view like right under there but i mean that was a loud moment tonight for sure like, that got the people going vlaco's dunk got the people going jamal's run in the first half got the people going like there were a lot of nights tonight where this place is pretty late uh, and i think it was a sellout so it was it was a great atmosphere tonight. dude they're all sellouts now they're I all sellouts I, in fact i think we sold out just by the way i think we sold out our Party bus, tonight. man! Just like that, the Nuggets are a hot ticket. They're they're picking up big wins. Wind. They're they're doing it on national TV. What a treat! Thanks for checking in with us, man. See you guys. Get home safe, dog. All right, before we get out of here, we're gonna end the way we love to end with some super chats, yes. and they were flowing in tonight. Two dollars from Riley Jose to say birthday dub. Shades of three to one tonight. Let's go. That's right. Happy birthday, Happy birthday, Riley. Riley. Happy not birthday to Baby. the Clippers. $5 from didn't choose the Nug Life. Nug Life chose me. <laughs> Bones, look at the camera is spreading like wildfire on Twitter. LOL. Always good vibes beating an LA team. Go Nugs. Hell yeah. Strong concur. Dude, and then did you notice his uh, avatar was another Nuggets memeable moment that set the internet on fire? Aaron Gordon taking the soul of uh, Landry Shamit. Has, has he ever got that back? No, dude, no. So AG was not charged either. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Thomas Trick Tree, $2. AG is Mr. Nugget. We are waiting the announcement. AG <clears throat> is Mr. <clears throat> <clears throat> yeah. yeah. I don't know. Listen, no arguments over here. $2 from Alejandro Botello. I don't send these out of fear. <laughs> but you did, and we loved it. We, we loved love it. it. We're glad that you're here, man. Hell yeah. We loved it. Uh, $5 from Dylan McLeod. McLeod? McLeod. Every nugget is an all-star. Let's go, dude. Oh, yeah. I don't, I don't know if DeAndre Jordan's an all-star. Well, well, we might put MPJ <laughs> as defensive player of the year. Ooh. Let's go, dude. $5 from Astray. I want to say Astray every, every time. time. It's Astray, though. It's confirmed. Malone is officially back, boys. We got oh, the yeah. classic RTO rage timeout on a nearly 40-plus lead. <laughs> Let's go, dude. This is true. What a vibe tonight, Clippers and Shambles. Man, you get paid to, to coach into the final whistle. You want them to play into the final whistle, and that's what he did. That's what the man rage did. Rage timeout, baby. <laughs> Let's go. You got to make sure that they're, they're, like, they're mentally there still. Liked it. James Allen, $20, checking in from behind enemy lines. Good vibes in the Valley of the Sun. My wife is a Suns fan and listens to PHNX. That's tough. And he's DNVR. <laughs> Bro, some people just, there are winning sides and there are losing sides. You know what I mean? Uh, they've officially taken our spot in purgatory. Gordon's dunk is the screensaver on our TV in our living room. Yeah, I'm petty. Oh, man. James. Suns in four. Choose us over Ring your of wife. hell. I would have just lost the remote so that she had to see it. Also. Choose us over your wife. 
Alejandro Botello, $10. Did you know people still pick the Clippers over the Nuggets to make it out of the West? We showed our best version, and I am buzzing. So am I. Every Nugget is good. Let's effing go. Love you guys. See you on that party bus. Hell yeah. Hell see yeah. See you there, yeah. man. Can't wait to see everybody on the party bus. I I've been yeah, getting yeah, excited we, about we, those I, I believe we sold out the most recent one. We have two, though. The I think the magic one, Check you can check. But I and then I we have I yep. the Hawks. I think is the other one. I that's right. That's we right. still have tickets for that one. We do still have some. Uh, we do still have some tickets available for the first one. But we're almost at two full buses. Like there's a lot of people. Oh, that, we're so. bussing. It's we're oh. it's going to be bussing, bussing. And again, mm. uh, if you <laughs> buy the bussing. if you buy the the package, you get two T-shirts. And there is a brand new T-shirt coming out next week. That you guys are gonna. Ooh. You guys are gonna goddamn love. I promise. Oh man, whether you love the Nuggets. Of now or the nuggets of Eris past, I think you're gonna like. Oh, I think you're gonna like what's cooking in the good. lab. Okay, Beast forty six two dollars. The number one overall seed is totally in play. Kale, can you you see that? Yeah, there you go. The number one overall seed is totally the in play. Off, dude. MPJ. I love that. Another thing we didn't mention on MPJ, they kind of got him involved a little bit in the third. So like he salvaged what was a kind of the only guy not scoring to start the game. Anyway, I digress. What else do we got? Another one from Astray. Bones putting the fear of death in the Clippers. I feel like we're born with the fear of death. You know what I mean? Us? Like, everyone. It's really everyone. existential dread. Yeah, you don't you don't really have to poke that bear too much. <laughs> I don't know if Bones did it, but How do you just feel reminded about them. dying. I'm scared. I'm terrified. Okay. Drunk philosophy, two dollars super chat. Must be in Studio G. All my fave G's up on this show. Dude, hell yeah. It is Studio G. Uh, Let's do this. I'd thing. love that that comes from about. Drunk philosopher. <laughs> real one. He's a real one. A real, maybe the realist. Ashtray said, Adam's not here judging my $2 super chat. Take it. Ah, that's why he said he doesn't send them out of fear. Yeah. It's a fearless man. It's a fearless. Nicholas Starr, $2. Nuggets over everyone else. Cosign. Amanda Myers. Hell yeah. We watched Amanda's this game. A real one. See, how, how did Amanda get from next to us on the couch into the internet so quickly? So quickly. She's Wearing her so member's jacket. fast. Unbelievable. And she's here every single time. This, she has a one. permanent spot. You want to talk about real ones? This is the realest of ones. Trent McAteer, $5 to say, somewhere the Clippers' wives from the bubble are sadly dancing watching the Clippers get embarrassed again. <laughs> it's like time. that TikTok video where the girl's crying while she does the dance. Yeah, but but then all of a sudden the Clippers' girlfriends are probably doing the same thing. Everyone involved with the Clippers are just dancing and crying at the same time tonight. It's sad, dude. I love it. <laughs> $5. From New York, Thomas Triptree. Thanks, Thomas. We Super Chat from New York. From New York. <laughs> Where's everyone from? Super Chat. Let us know. Logan Forsyth, $5. Super Chat. Super sticker. Bones Highland staring into the camera with the snapback shades and the Clippers roster in his joint while yelling, Mile High City. Baby. Baby. That's a, I didn't know they made that Super Sticker. That's you crazy. Did? Yeah. Oh, that's so that's a, one, of the, one of the most original of the Super Stickers. So yeah. specific. It's been here for a couple of years. Oh, okay. <laughs> Big name K or Big Namic. We'll never yeah, know. Big, oh yeah. It's probably big, the first one. Yes. Big Namic? Probably not that one. <laughs> okay, he said $2 to say, looks like someone's got a case of the Munders. Oh, oh dude. Oh, I got man. a case of the Munders. I do have a case of the Munders. Jeremy J Rock, Mikhail, $6. The Clippers are a disgrace. Air Slovenia, Vlaco Slam Car, Chips Coming, MPJ Defensive Player of the Year. Dude, there's nothing quite like the hype we get on Super Chats after a big win like this. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, let it flow, bro. Let it <laughs> flow. I love it. Uh, Air Slovenia, shame to anyone who incorrectly, incorrectly pronounces Lord Vlaco's name. <laughs> Man, I love it. Uh, only guy we didn't get mentioned tonight was Zeke Naji, who I thought also actually had a nice All the first half. Every All the nuggets, nuggets were good. Uh, Christian Brown even got to play as a little treat. Devon Reed got in, hit a, hit a three. Every nugget's good. That's going to do it for us here in Studio B after oh. the national TV nuggets. A revelation, fellas. They do it again. They beat down the Los Angeles Clippers. Kawhi Leonard, Paula George, no problem. A Munder, a Winner's Lounge, what a treat. And we'll do it all again tomorrow. With Jamal. See you tomorrow. Let's go. Hopefully they take it serious.